feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life, speak
<clears throat> but everything is good. Everyone is good. We'll still we're we are still hanging in there. Um, Nadia is getting uh, is recovering um, nicely, um, and hopefully, uh, you know, Tamari will be able to get some rest and uh, be able to recover um, before things even get started. So, we are blessed and 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 glad to be here. How about you, Tammy? Same here. <laughs> A little rushed today, but but um, kind of same thing happened. With like, like I just was telling Sandy, my aunt, that I got to stop this uh, getting right here at the last minute. Uh, but that that will be taken care of after um, after today, maybe a bit prematurely. But I will no longer be uh, working at Walgreens, so I have a a better opportunity. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, so I won't have any, many more of these kind of nights when I'm all over the place. So I'm thankful for that. Looking forward to um, uh, doing something that I'm going to love. It's going to be working with some older people with Medicare. And uh, so old people and young people are my thing. Young, young people, old, old people. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, other than okay. that, family is well. I'm well. Um just excited again. I got so much from uh, last week's discussion, and actually I was telling a lady about it today, uh, how it feels like Romans for the first time. So I'm excited. All is well. Um, grandbaby is is been all over the world the last few days, but should be back in here sometime soon. Um so everybody is good, and 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 Rodney, did I hear you say that your little one is recovering? Yeah. So Nadia was um um so a couple weeks ago when we came back because we had gone out of town, we came back and she was kind of congested. <clears throat> um, and then she went for her six month appointment, and uh, and then she got a fever, and then the fever went away. Um, and then last week, Tamari was trying to surprise her mom, <coughs> who has been going through some things herself. And uh, so Friday night, <coughs> so they drove down to Petersburg, which is about maybe two hours and 15 minutes from here. They drove down Friday morning uh, to go and visit her mom and everything. And uh, uh, Tamari said that Nadi was kind of back and forth, like she would be, you know, fine, and then, you know, she would be fussy. Um, and then Friday night, Nadia ended up with um, with another fever. So um, Saturday morning, Tamari took her to the uh, to the hospital um, just to you know um, get her checked out and everything. And <clears throat> sadly, it took three doctors to find out that Nadia had a uh, ear infection. Um, so she you know received medicine. Uh, uh, for that, um, and so <clears throat> Tamari has um, been giving her that the the, the past few days. Um, but she's she's starting to come, you know, she's starting to come around. Um, you know, for the most part, Nadia has been herself, um, which is good. You know, she hasn't uh, stopped eating, or um, she, you know, she's still her same laughing and playful self. Um, and still talkative, so you know um, it's all good. But yeah, she's she's recovering. Oh, good. I, I didn't I didn't 
I didn't know that, but I don't know if you guys had put it out there or not, but I'm glad she's okay. Glad she's okay. But, you you know, on both sides, we've been really great because I don't think I've heard you say that she's really been sick. And so that's been a truly a blessing on both sides. Yeah. With our, so good thing. Yeah, good she, thing. for the most part, for the most part, I mean, um, you know, she just turned six months. So it, it took, you know, six months for, you know, us to have to take her to the doctor outside of, because we took her to the doctor uh, last week. Um, and that was the first time we had taken her outside of <clears throat> her just regular uh, checkups, uh, which is pretty good from what I understand because, you know, a lot of babies get sick and everything. But um, we've been very fortunate that she has not been. Um, this is like, you know, the first, <clears throat> the first time that, you know, she's had issues to the point where, because she's, she's had a fever before, um, but this is the first time we've actually had to, like, take her in um, outside of her checkup. So uh, we, we've been very blessed, um, and, and uh, we're glad that you guys have too. Um, but, you know, uh, things happen. <laughs> things happen, but uh, exactly. we're glad that, that she's, yeah, we're glad that she's doing well and, uh like I said, hopefully um, Tamaria, you know, is is you know is is okay and doesn't you know have to be sick for a few days or uh, weeks or whatever. So, um, but everything you know, everything's moving along. You know, no cool no complaints. Cool beans, cool beans. Well, yeah. again, um, excited about this this uh, study of Romans, and I am. Um, we're, we're we're in chapter 12 week, and for those of you who did not join us last week, it was really a great great discussion. Um, I think we covered a bit of it all, and I don't think we got out of chapter. We've been in chapter 11 now, I guess two two weeks, which is interesting because chapter 11 is not that many. Um, it's it, you know it's not a whole lot of verses. So, but that just speaks of how. How how long and how far we can go with the word of God and and should sometimes you know just kind of breaking it down and 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 trying to understand each other accordingly um, because it can be the same verse and we can doesn't mean that God's word is is different but but the way we see it and and interpret it and and live through it and with it. Um, puts a little spice on it for me, if that's a good way to say it. And it just opens, it, it, when you have that, um, I guess that yearning to know um, more, and but, but more importantly to realize that you don't know much in, in spite of what you may think. Because that's, in reading this again or just going through this study, I feel like, I'm, I'm telling you, I feel crazy because I'm like, have have I really been reading, reading this? Uh-huh. Um, but a new set of eyes, a new heart, um, new eyes, new ears. Um, and, and I'm going to say new rather than better because I just think it just new sounds sounds like a, a, a better word because um, you can be better, but if you're not open going a little bit farther than that better meaning, meaning to receive more you can I, I feel that you can you can just stop your growth you can stop so 
I'd like to look at it as just a continuation of, of growing and an opening of my eyes, ears, heart um, on a very personal level, but also um, hoping that that personal level does not keep me in a box, but it opens me up not just to my world and my doing and my being, but others as well. And and I truly thank God for that. Right now, I almost, I didn't do it today, but I I... There's a post out there, and I don't remember which one it was, but I, I believe it was about, you know, when we go through things and how you get to a point where you really start to trust God and, and all that. But I was just thinking how um, how different my relationship with God feels. It's starting to feel. And it's, and it's mostly because of trials and tribulations. And that mm-hmm. was kind of odd to me, it felt like, um, I, it, it feels like I'm not looking at the trial or the tribulation. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not going through it and experiencing the going through, but it's like, and I want to get to, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, sh- Rodney, I'm probably going to have to share it with you and Tamaria personally first, and then share it with uh, the world, because it is a message that needs to be shared. It's a very personal message. Um, just some things that I have been going through these last few months, and it, it, it's amazing to just come through, through those things with a different set of eyes rather than a different set of complaints, new complaints. You know, it's it's I, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain because I, it'll make me want to go into it, but I'm not really ready to do that yet. But it's just it's very <laughs> interesting. Some things will take you there if you are ready to go. Because I don't feel like it's not been things some things that have could have taken me there. I just don't feel like I was ready to go there. I don't feel like I was ready to do and be <laughs> and all of that. So in a few, I'm gonna make make you guys wonder and wait and all that. But in a few. Let's, I guess we'll get through Romans, and uh, and then I'll start sharing some things slowly because I don't think y'all will be able to handle all of it at one time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's good because it's allowing me to grow. So I'll say that. Um, it's, it's, it's good because it's allowed me to grow. Um, so we're on Chapter 12. Um, for those of you who are listening, please, We've not had a lot of feedback, Rodney, from people when we we're going through these uh, studies. Although I know you guys are listening, um, had a few people just you know send some messages through social media and things like that, and so appreciative. But as I've said, Rodney and I need y'all just as much as y'all think y'all might need us. And because we're sitting on this side of the radio show. It does not mean that we know it all, we got it all. Um, it's just, I, I share this with, with clients and people that I work with. On any given day, we can switch roles here because it's something that you have that my spirit needs, my world may need, whatever it may be, but we are all, and I think this is so fitting for Chapter 12, we are all suitable for teaching and we all have something that we can teach somebody. It's just about owning your 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 gifts um your spiritual gifts your purpose and and living it and sharing it and allowing your light to shine so 
I'm I'm really excited about tonight's chapter 12 study. And Rodney, my my as you guys know, my Bible kind of gives a little subtitles, and yours may too, Rodney. But the subtitle for chapter 12 is living sacrifices to God. Living sacrifices to God. So, Rodney, anything you want to get out there, share, say about chapter 12 before we jump into it? Well, uh, did we finish chapter 11, Tammy? I thought we did. Did we not? I, uh, I for some reason, um, I have verse 28 down. Um, I don't know if we finished it. <coughs> but, um, but, but, uh, but I did want to, uh, um, I can't remember if we did or didn't, but with verse, with chapter 11, I did just want to point out the, the, the very end of that. Um, it says, oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who have known the mind of the Lord or who have been his counselor or who has first given to him and it shall be recompensed unto him again. <clears throat> Excuse me. For of him and through him and to him are all things. To whom be glory forever. Amen. Now, this this um, this last part, and mine says the greatness of God for those last few scriptures that I read uh, before we get into 12. And it talks about the depth. Um, and, and if you just think about the word rich, <clears throat> and what it means um, in terms of money or when we talk about, like, foods that are rich in something. So if you just think about the word rich, it talks about the wisdom <clears throat> and the knowledge of God and the depth of it. And it says it's not even searchable, and his ways, Past finding out. So when we think that we know something or we think that we can think for God or speak for God, we're fooling ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, I believe, I believe it talks about it in the Old Testament too, about his ways being higher than our, <clears throat> our ways and, our, and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. I believe that's Isaiah. But this goes to show how far beyond what we can think of or what we can imagine or what we could ever dream of, what God is capable of. We don't even have a clue. And that's why I know for me in in my life personally, whenever, like I might set my mind to something, in fact, I do all the time. I'll set my mind to something or I'll have goals um, or things that I'm trying to accomplish or want to accomplish, and I'll have it all planned out. I'll have a roadmap. I'll have it, you know, figured out in my head. And it never works out the way mm-hmm. that I plan it or the way that I think it will end up. However, when I get to the end, or when I get to where I was trying to get to in the first place, it's 
nothing that I had ever thought about, but it's far better than what I ever imagined. For example, um, a recent example, I knew um, five years ago that I wanted to become an administrator. And in my mind, you know, I know that I had to, you know, take some classes and I would be an administrator. And I was just thinking, you know, I would eventually, you know, sign up for the classes. I would take them and, you know, be an assistant principal in the, uh, you know, either the school I was working in or the district I was working in. And I didn't even come close because when I finished my degree, they had four openings within a matter of six months. Not only did they not hire me, they never even called me for an interview. And one day, and and for some reason, you know, It bothered me, but it didn't bother me to the point where, like, it it ruined my life or impacted my life or made me better or, you know, I like, you know, it was bothersome, but it wasn't a problem. And I didn't walk around upset, angry, bitter, nothing. And I remember one day sitting in my classroom, and I just Googled assistant principal vacancy. And this vacancy just pops up. And I click on it. It's a a county nearby. In fact, it was the county that, you know, that we live in. And I apply for the job. And a couple days later, I get a phone call from somebody who um, worked at the middle school down the street from where I worked, and he said, if you ever plan on getting a job outside of Manassas City, you need to take down your Facebook page, your Twitter page, all of your social media, because there are some things up there that are going to keep you from getting hired outside of the city. And I said, Okay, you know, thanks for the call. And I remember getting off the phone and I was like, why do I have to, you know, change who I am, you know, to appease somebody? And the next day I got a call for an interview. And I said, oh, I guess they didn't know what they were talking about. Well, when I went for the interview, it didn't come up in the interview, but that day, it was mentioned to me again, not by the same person, but by somebody else. And so I said, huh, maybe I should, you know, just deactivate it, you know, for the time being. And and I did. And I ended up getting the job that I have now. Never knew that the school existed. Never heard anything about the school. Didn't know anybody who worked at the school I have a cousin who's a principal in the county who wanted to know why I didn't reach out to her um, for help um, getting a job. But so many things 
went down, and I'm making a lot more money than I would have made in the school division where I was, and I worked a month less than they do. So what I thought was going to be my going to be a part of my journey because it's not over yet had nothing to do with where God was sending me or where God was taking me or allowing my life to go. <clears throat> so keep in mind that the scripture is real. You can't say that you're trusting God and doing things your way. You can't say that you're believing God and you're putting God in a box. There's nothing wrong with having goals. There's nothing wrong with having a plan. But if you do, if you or when you discover that what you wrote down or what you had envisioned is not what God wanted, <clears throat> know that it is okay. And where he is trying to take you, you'll be far more pleased than where you were taking yourself. Tammy? Um, Rodney, I'll I'll start where you where you ended. Like it's all you we also have to be ready to go, um, regardless. And I and I think that's a good place to start tonight. Because if we really sit down, if you, we really sit down and look back over our life, how often does it happen the way that we predicted predicted happen or if, that we get exactly what we wanted, when we wanted it, how we wanted it, and so forth. And so that's kind of what I meant uh, starting out, Rodney, that I finally, it's kind of like, when you say when I when I think about throwing in the towel, not like quitting, but just more like surrendering. Like, okay, um, the the song about the, the this life is not my own, um, that kind of thing. Like we really you can like you say, you can plan, you can have it all the T's crossed and the I's dotted and it just may not go that way. And so when we realize that it's not going that way, and again, the, the, the subtitle or the title for, this, for chapter 12 in my Bible is Living Sacrifices to, to God. Um, many times we have things planned out. We have life planned, what we want, how we want it, um, when we want it, with, with whom we want, you know, whom we want it with, the color. I don't know if you remember me talking about the cheeseburger um, Right now, I was saying, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll, we will pray for a cheeseburger, but because some, someone brings us, you know, um, just, they may call and say, hey, I stopped by and got me a burger, and they had two for one, and I got two. Do you want one? It may not have cheese on it, but you got the burger. And we're so caught up in this day and time with ourselves um, until even we, we we show it in the smallest ways, I, I something so simple is pulling out, a lady pulled out in front of us the other day. It's almost as if she pulled out, imagine this, she pulls out of one driveway 
right into another. Now, she was on the streets, but she was, like, pulling out of one maybe Taco Bell and then McDonald's is right there. And she pulled out to the, to the degree where we had to stop so fast because even if she had kept going, we would have had to stop. But because she was just trying to get out of one parking lot into another, and it's like no recognition. Now, now granted, it's always the case that maybe she just didn't see his mind somewhere else. But this making the point that we're so caught up in our own world that the, the, the moves that we're making are so self-centered to the point where we don't think about the life around us. Because just like that, life can be gone. Even when, when driving and, and literally texting, looking down, and people, and every time I leave the house, this is happening. People are about to run over in your, because they're, they're texting. Some people can talk on the phone. I, I get that while you're driving. But when you're texting, you have to literally look down to do this. That means your eyes are off the road. So we're so self-centered um, and into this me world that I can only imagine, for me as well, how am I making those living sacrifices to God? Am I? How am I? When am I? And am I doing them wholeheartedly? Am I surrendering to the point where I'm saying this is not what I want? This is not what I want to sacrifice? But God, and going going on into chapter 12, um, being that sacrifice, how often do we think about our spiritual gifts? How often do we think about, because the word tells us created. So how often do we think about, am I in that walk? Am I in that? My spiritual walk, meaning am I um, sharing my light, my gifts with the world? Am I doing Am I doing it? And if I am, how 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 am I doing at it? Like, do we really think about? Um, we'll, we'll get so caught up on the jobs, like, okay, I'm going to get my review. What if God did reviews? What if his grace and his mercy were based on our review, yearly review, monthly review, um, the job we did just today alone? What if? What if? So as we go through Chapter 12, think about that. What are what 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 are your spiritual spiritual gifts? Um, what are your living sacrifices to God? When you take up your cross. What's on there? Where it says, take up your cross every day. What What's on it? Are you starting out heavy, coming back a little lighter, at least some days? Or are we just so caught up in the world until this is the very last thing, meaning the word of God, our spiritual gifts, being light and salt to the world, is it the last thing or not even a thing that we think about? on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Yet we know we have no control over the breath that we breathe. We have no control over the eyelids that go up and down, the eyeballs that look all around. We have no control of them. We have no control of what we hear, see, think, believe. We, have, we really have no control. 
this this my life is not my own. And coming to that realization, it can it can do a number of things, but it it can either break you or make you. I that that's my opinion. It can break you or make you coming to that realization that things can change in in the twinkle of an eye. Just like that. Somebody left home this morning with all kind of plans for dinner to see their children, their wife, their husband, and didn't make it back home. Didn't make it back home. Won't see tomorrow. Won't see tonight. We just have no control. So as we go through this, and Rodney, if you're if you're ready, um, um, we can start. And just as we start, remember what the part that Rodney just read for for who has known the mind of the Lord, or whom has become His counselor, or who has first given to Him and it shall be repaid to him. For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom he glory for to, to whom be glory forever. Amen. And so going into chapter twelve, again, living sacrifices to God. Um, right now I'll I'll read the first two and then if you want, uh we'll just kind of then maybe if you can do three through eight, because it looks like it may break it down I don't, into sections there. But um, we'll, we'll just start with maybe one and two. And because when it goes to chapter three, for me, serve God with spiritual gifts. And maybe that's where we can kind of bring go back into the spiritual gifts. But it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite verses. Um, It's interesting how Rodney, most times when we hear this this verse or when I hear it, it doesn't go any further than and do not be conformed to this world. And some of some of your Bibles may read to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Typically when I hear people um talk about this 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 verse, this chapter, they stop there. I think it's so much it it is as much importance that you may prove what is that good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. To me, that's telling me that I have to. There's a reason, there's a need to renew my mind. And so something has gotten in my mind. If, if, if a renewal needs to take place, something's there. And we, that something is different for everybody. I feel as though our trials, our tribulations, is so personal in that we keep going through rat races or some things because 
going back to Rodney, what Rodney said, we want it. We're trying to work it out. We're trying to make it be our way. We're trying to write that plan, cross all the T's, dot the I's, so that this is what we get and this is how we get it and this is when I get it. And then when life starts to happen, or when God said, shows us that all things that for for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. Not to us be glory. Not to my world. Not to what I want. But for the way that it needs to happen so that through him and that his kingdom is glorified. And so that that verse 2 do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So how can I know that? How can I know that if I'm trying to write the plan, live it out, um, put it all together, and sometimes have it all together before I do anything, before I move in any direction, whether I feel pulled to do it or not, whether I hear God's voice telling me left, right, I say no, or not right now, or I don't want to, or I rationalize it to a point so I can do what I want to do. But is that a living sacrifice? No, it's not. Back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, that's... uh... That's good stuff. I I think that um, if you look at verse 1, uh, when it says um, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, it tells you exactly how to present or what it means to present your body as a living sacrifice. It follows it by saying holy and acceptable unto God. So in order for you to present your body as a living sacrifice, and a sacrifice is something that you are willing to give up, it says that, it should be holy and acceptable unto God. And there are other scriptures that talk about, <clears throat> you know, what's what's holy um, and what's acceptable. And I think that one of the things that gets lost is that what what is in your heart matters a great deal. Because uh, there's a scripture that says it's not that goes, not what goes into the body that defiles the body, but it's what comes out that defiles the body. And in order for something to come out, it has to be in you. And in order for it to defile your body, <clears throat> it's got to be in your heart. So. Things like envy and strife and jealousy, those are some of the things that are mentioned throughout the scripture. 
you want God to view you as holy. And a lot of times I think we hide behind uh, the saying of, well, nobody's perfect, which we'll talk about that when we get to it. But God never asks you to do anything that you cannot do. Never ask any of us <clears throat> to do something that we are not able or equipped to do. And then as far as conforming, um, it says, and so in addition to being holy and acceptable, it says, and so this is the next thing, be not conformed to this world. So here's another commandment. Here's another thing that God is requiring. It says, be not conformed. And so if you conform to this world, then how can you be holy and acceptable unto God if you conform to this world? And then it continues, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See how it all just falls in line. Because if you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind, you will be holy and acceptable, and you will not conform to this world. Hey Rodney, does your yes, does your does your verse one um let's see, does it does it have the word holy sacrifice living sacrifice holy acceptable to God? Does it use the word holy for your Bible? It, in verse one, yep, it uses holy, yep. I wonder do, do all of I wonder how many of the different versions of the Bible because I think it's necessary if we might just ponder what does it mean to be holy. Um, what are some of the if anybody's out there listening and they want to share, but what does it mean to be holy? Since it says a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God which is your reasonable service, is, is what mine says. Um, and I've heard different things, and I, I just Googled here uh, one answer. Holy means to be set apart for God's service. So doing God's will is being holy. So I just I want to hear if someone has something else they want to add or maybe a diff- different twist to it, I, that would be probably worth uh, looking into since it specifically says living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Um, and then, of course, like Rodney says, it goes right on into do not conform to this world. And you've heard us say um, <coughs> we, I'm putting myself right in the pot with everybody, we are we're beyond conformed. We've become addicted to some parts of this world, 
And if we are addicted, this word tells us do not conform, but if we have become addicted to it, then are we holy? Does that does that give us an opportunity or allow us to be holy if we are <coughs> to this world? So just just wanted to throw that out there, Rodney. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Um, because um, in the Dake Bible, Tim, it says 15 commands about the body. Uh, yield it to God. Make it a living sacrifice. Make it holy. Make it accepted of God. Make it full of light. Reckon it dead to sin. Reckon it alive to God. Refuse its slavery to sin. Mortify its deeds. Refuse to defile it. Make it a fit temple of the Holy Spirit. Make it free from fornication and only for the Lord. Glorify God in it. Keep it in control. And lastly, put off its sins. And there are scriptures to go with each one of those 15. Um. But those are, again, um, in the Dake Bible, 15 commands about um, about the body. Um, and going back to verse 2, it says that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so um, I think when it comes to our bodies being a living sacrifice, I think that because a sacrifice is something that you have to give up, I think, and then it says in verse 2, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So it should be obvious that you have given up your body to God. Because in order for you to prove something, there has to be evidence. And evidence can be anything. But you can't prove something If you think about it, when you go to court, it it doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter what was said to you. It doesn't matter. Anything that you tell the judge does not matter unless you can prove it. If you are are, uh, being accused of a crime, you have to prove that you're innocent. The other person has to prove that you're guilty. And the only way to do that, there has to be evidence. So if you are proven what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God, if you're proving that, then there should be evidence of it. Your body should look like it belongs to the to the Lord. You should look like 
or there should be evidence of your sacrifice, of your holiness, of what is acceptable unto God. And that's how, that's how come, uh, Tammy, I think sometimes we can be around people and may not know anything about them. But just being around them, something clicks or something vibes or something is like, man, like, I don't know what it is about this person, but, you know, we just clicked from day one. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just get along with this person or I'm just feeling this person or I love their spirit. That's how we can we can meet people and just instantly, boom. And vice versa. We also meet people and we automatically know something is not right. Mm. We automatic like the from the moment you say hello, you just like, ooh, some something just isn't right here. It don't smell right. It don't look right. And you're not even judging the person. But you just know something isn't right there. Why? Because it hasn't been proven. Has been proven. And so I think we need to think about that when we are going about our daily lives. Think about think about um, the things that we want. How are you presenting yourself when 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 you look at yourself? What do you see? Who do you see? How do you see yourself? When other people see you, what do they see? When God sees you, who does God see? Because that's most important. Because man sees what's what's on the outside. But when God sees you, when God looks at your heart, Because your heart, and we talked about this before, it's not your heart that pumps blood. But the Bible says, such as a man thinketh, so is he. So what is in your heart that God is looking at? When he, when, 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 when God is, is looking at you, if you were being judged by God, what would he see? What are those thoughts that no one knows about? What are those things that go on internally that can't be seen when you're sitting at your desk, when you're in your living room, when you're in a parking lot, when you're at the movies? What are those things that Nobody knows are there 
except you and God. Tammy? Ronnie, um, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking, and I take, I promise you I take no credit for this, but I I, I met a lady tonight, um, probably old enough to be my mom. It, she is old enough to be my mom, not probably, because I did ask her age. I just remembered that. And she said to me, she said, baby, I knew it was something different about you. Let me get your number. And that was after having a conversation with her. Um, And just little things like that, you guys, allow yourself, let me say this, allow yourself to grow and give yourself space to grow, rather than trying to be perfect instantly because sometimes trying to be perfect will leave us judgmental. It will leave us feeling like we are not worthy of God's grace, mercy, of growing, allowing the Holy Spirit to grow us. Um, the, The Word tells us that we should be light, salt. Are we always that? No, but does your heart desire to be that way? Does your heart truly desire? Because it it has to start there. I I remember seeing this post on Facebook writing going around, and I'm gonna say it probably wrong. Like you can't um, praise God on Sunday and curse. People on Monday or something like that. Now, does it sometimes? <laughs> Probably so. But some people are—they they wake up to curse people out. Mm. Their day consists of raising hell all day, every day with everybody, and me, 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 all the. <clears throat> And so allow yourself space to establish that relationship, to allow the Holy Spirit to change your heart, to grow you, to renew your mind, so that holy is your holiness, righteousness is your desire, and that you see yourself when you're not that way, and you have a repent. Rep- heart of repentance rather than a heart that glorifies um, and rationalizes our um, the way we are who we are because until we admit where we are who we are there's not much that's going to change or happen can it? absolutely absolutely it can so um, right now I don't know if we had any. I, I would like for people again if you if you have some, I guess something to say about what hope what you feel holy is. What what does that word mean to um, a a person that's a living sacrifice to God? What what does that person look like? What what is the life of a of a holy person or holiness? Acceptable to God, um, and that's kind of all I had on on chapters. I'm, I'm sorry, on one and two, writing. 
No, I'm with I'm with you, Tammy. I'm with you. Uh, did you want to touch on three through eight? I know we're approaching an hour. Um, did you want to touch on three through eight? Let's at least read it. Our our maybe short version of it, and then we can pick back up with going deeper into uh, three through eight. And for those of you, we're just gonna take our time. We're not gonna rush as we have we started out. We're gonna take our time and go through each chapter because we've not covered a lot tonight with twelve. But in in the in the sense of verses, we've only gotten through two. So we're we're just gonna try to keep our time, monitor our time, allow ourselves some some time to you know, reflect at home and take care of our families and so forth. But at the same time, we're not going to rush through these because we can we can pick back up on, on uh, next week. So, yeah, we'll read through it and just kind of get into it next week. Okay. Um, verse 3 says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. <coughs> Excuse me. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith or ministry. Let us wait on our ministering or he that teacheth on teaching or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Uh, Tammy, I just want to uh, say this. Um, the the very uh, beginning of verse 3, I love how, and, and Paul does this all throughout Romans, I love how humble he starts out with all of his messages. He says, for I say through the grace of, given unto me. So he's acknowledging that it is by God's grace that he is even allowed to say and do the things that he has been doing. But he he acknowledges he acknowledges God and what he is doing, and and there are some other because he wrote seventeen um, epistles. But even when it's him talking, he'll say, "This is me, not the Lord." And so I I appreciate um, his transparency and his humility um, when he's talking. To the people um, What would you like to uh, Leave the people with Tammy As we um, Start to bring to a close I mean I think right there As it starts We can end there um, I'm with you on that, that That 
even though as, as holy as someone may think that they are or, or that you've gotten it, um, going back to the lady tonight, I thank God that she saw in me tonight something that I didn't see in myself tonight. Mm. God, and that is that that I take no credit for what she saw. But I thank God that he allowed her to see. Because, you know, maybe that's what she needed. Because it certainly was heartfelt for me. Thank God that you see something tonight that I don't. I didn't think I had on me. Because I'm feeling some kind of way about being here. I'm wanting to just quit now. I don't want to be here two more weeks. I thank God that you didn't see all that. I thank God that you don't feel what I feel about being here. Mm. So I'm like Paul. I, I want that holy life. I want to be pleasing to God. I want the desires of my heart to have all the puzzles of the life that God put me here for. But do I have them? Do I have them every day? Am I holy every day? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But my heart desires to be pleasing to God in such a way, such a way, that I for sure am more disappointed than God ever is with me. And, and and the words that I wanted to say today was I, I, I find myself falling in love with God in a way that I didn't even know love existed. But I tell you people, as we as we prepare to leave, I first had to fall in love with myself. All of me. The good, the bad. The to come, the the pack. I had to I had to fall in love with me to see what God created in me, to acknowledge my gifts. And if that's that's my being a hand, then let this hand do what it was put here to do. If it's to be the feet, then let the feet walk where and how God created them. And and we can keep going on. So we'll start there. And as you prepare to come back with us, before I turn it back over to Rodney, what think about your life, your purpose. What are your gifts? What's your gift? Because if you were created to be a hand, then give up. Give up trying to be the feet. Give it up. And just the opposite. If God created you to be those feet to walk this body where it needs to go, Exercise your feet so that when it comes to when I need my feet, when I need you to be my feet, you have the strength to do it, and you're not so tired and worn out because you're trying to do be the entire body of Christ. <coughs> That's where I will would like to leave it and to, and to give it. Um, Rodney, back over to you, and I hope you all, you know, read Chapter 12 and come back with us here 
next week as we slowly get through because we probably won't make it out of three three through eight next next week because it's a lot in there. It's a lot to be said there. So read, study, and come back with us and bring somebody with you. Back to you, Rodney. I think that's a good homework assignment, Tammy, uh, figuring out what our role is or what our purpose is or what we should be doing. <clears throat> I think that's a good place to leave off. Um, I think that's a good um, thing for people to think about and meditate on over the next week um, and uh, come back and, and be ready to di- to di- discuss um, where we fall, um, you know, in line or where we fall um, in the body of Christ. I think that, you know, that that's a good place to to leave off and come back to um, next Tuesday. Uh, Tim, you have an event coming up. Uh, it's getting really close. Yeah, we have, um, well, this is June 15th, so... Yeah thankful that we are, um, as of right now, we have no more vendor space. Um, So we may try to make some room um, to maybe add one or two more because we just have some people that that want want a part of it. So thankful for that. Now we just got to get these ticket sales going and I should have uh, my my printed flyers. Um, Angela Harris, the, the chapter leader for Women of Empowerment has sent those. So I'm going to hit the ground running and trying to get ticket sales. For those of you who want to purchase tickets, you can can do that online, and I should have that right in front of me, but I don't. Um, But you can contact me, and I'll tell you how to do that, and the event page is out there as well. But looking forward to it, it, Rodney. Got all the speakers lined up, even the, the little TED Talk, kind of TED Talk sessions that we're doing. We have four speakers for that, two males and two females, and it's going to be a, a bundle of information. Um, so I'm looking forward to just sitting in the crowd and taking notes and learning from um, the different speakers. We have some, some great topics uh, that will be discussed. I'm looking forward to the short versions, the little the seven to ten minutes guest speakers just as much as I am the ones who will have a bit more, you know, bit bit more time to speak. So um, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to it. And, and for, if you're listening, we, we will need volunteers. I was actually thinking about that today. I need to start reaching out to people to do volunteer, you know, the door and just kind of kind of walking around or just kind of being there to answer questions, um, going to have an information table and things like that. So I'm certainly looking forward to it. Certainly looking forward to it. Okay, good deal. Good deal, good deal. Well, we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, uh, I'm still um, doing some work behind the scenes. I will say um, we've gotten uh, our preschool survey. We've gotten back, I think yesterday we were up to 23 responses Um <clears throat> that we've gotten back, so definitely appreciative of uh, of that. Um, you know, still trying to collect um, information. If you're interested in <clears throat> taking the survey, um, it's probably less than five minutes would be my guess. Um, it doesn't take a long time to fill out. 
Uh, you can email me at jordanliterature at gmail.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-U-R-E at gmail.com, and I will send the um, the survey link to you. Um, it's all anonymous. Um, uh, we don't know uh, when you take it or, you know, your name, so we can't link any of that together. Uh, we just want the, the data. Um, as we move forward um, with um, hopefully starting a, a preschool in the future, so um, so we we'll we'll see we'll see. Uh, but uh, other than that, not too many things uh, going on here. Um, probably once Nadia has her first birthday, Tamaria and I will um, you know be. Um, you know, launching some things that we've tried to do in the past. Um, I'll say resuming because um, we 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 both had some things going, um, and and I think we've just been trying to take care of Nadia um, and ourselves and each other, and you know, just um, it's a lot of work, but uh, we'll definitely be back strong. Um, so. Uh, please keep a listen out. In the meantime, please, um, if you're in the Memphis area or will be in the Memphis area, uh, please reach out to Tammy um, and be a part of the event. Um, don't just uh, hear it here and say, oh, I'll wait for Tammy to talk about it on the air. No, um, it would be better if you go with Tammy um, to the event, um, if you're hey, able why? to do so. Yes, I, ma'am. I wanna, I wanna just give 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 a shout out to both of us, um, and we don't, I don't feel Rodney and I do this enough, and um, I'm on some different kind of life, y'all, so y'all going to have to, there's probably some times you're going to be like, what in the world, I, I feel like I'm on this high without being high, um, and so more to come about that, but if you guys are looking for a speaker, um, I actually put put that in there on the um, show show description tonight, you know, Rodney is in Virginia. I'm not sure if he's really, you know, back at it, but the right opportunity, right time, and if God says yes, I'm sure he will go. And I I didn't even I didn't ask you, Rodney, but I put um, you know, true to self changes can change life because I just see Rodney um from your book, um just from hearing you speak even to what you've been working on behind the scenes for a while this your next book. Um, I just see that being his message. Just keep keep it real. Keep it 100. True to self will change a situation. It will change your life, um, whatever that truth is. So if you're in Virginia or anywhere and you're listening, you're looking for us. Rodney has spoken at, at church, at businesses, at conferences. Um, he did a few conferences himself. So if you hear somebody saying, hey, we've been looking for a speaker, we need, contact him. Or give, tell, ask him, look up Rodney Jordan, see if he can do it. Because we have a voice, we have a lot to say, and our, heart, our hearts are in it. I hear Rodney coughing. We could have, I got, I got home like at 7.56 with a few, I'm coming running in. I took my Bible with me to work <laughs> so I could read it in the truck, you know, on my lunch break. And so our heart is in the right place. So I'm in Memphis. Um, 
Cordova, surrounding areas, if you're listening and you hear it's schools, churches, businesses, um, for me, it's communication. I think what we say and what we don't say and who we say it to or who we don't say it to, if we think about those things, our life can change. So I just wanted to put that out there um, and you guys, you know, Keep us in your prayers, and and we'll be back here next Tuesday, Rodney. I'm 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 quiet and I'm done for real. Oh, you're fine. You're fine by me. Um, we hope that you guys have a a, a blessed week. Um, this Sunday is Mother's Day, so <clears throat> uh, be sure to um, honor your mother um, if they are still living. Um, Honor them while they are living because you just never know um, when the day comes when they will be called home. So make sure you honor your mother, um, your stepmother, anybody who has been a mother to you. uh, Make sure you honor them. Give them their flowers while they are living. Um, This week is also Teacher Appreciation Week. Uh, Special shout out to uh, Chipotle, Tammy, uh, because Tamari and I both got dinner. Uh, for two people, it was seven dollars and ninety-five cents. Thanks to buy one get one free. So, uh, oh, shout out to Chipotle. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Appreciation. Uh, thank you yep, for all so, that. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is also Nurses Appreciation Week. Why they do the two together, I have no idea. Because uh, I always seem to forget. That, you know that is Nurses Appreciation Week, um, and I don't know about where you guys are listening from. Uh, I believe the Nurses Appreciation Day is tomorrow. Um, But I know here, Tammy, uh, they are actually giving out free um, nurses' cards um, at the CVS Pharmacy here. Um, So if you go um, uh, to your CVS or drugstore, uh, it could be uh, something that they're all doing. Uh, But I was able to get a, a free card. Uh, from CVS, so you just never know. Um, but definitely take the time to uh, to thank people while you have an opportunity because um, when it's too late, it's too late. So give people their flowers while they're living and while they mean something, while they mean something. Keep that in mind as well. Uh, but until next Tuesday, you guys be blessed. We'll see you next week, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Beyond the sky It's been a long
coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. I go to the movie and I go downtown. Somebody keeps telling me, don't. I know 